Oh yeah, oh yeah, Thursday show, solo once again, I did not even ask uh, Doom to get on the show, but a sad day, dude, we had the craziest October ever, and probably the worst first week of November that has ever been seen, um... So, Red October, Insanity, and first week of November, not so much. So, we're going to take a little bit of time and say farewell to the Phillies. We started doing this on Thursdays because it was just Eagles, man, kickoff of the NFL slates. But, um... We got to say farewell to them. What a great time it was. What a great time. What's up, Soja Joe? Uh, they have over $75 million freed up with Eflin, Segura, Robertson, Syndergaard, and the like uh, coming off the payroll. Nola will be back. Reese will be back. And uh, Alvarado, Sir Anthony, them guys will be back. So, And they have two of the best prospects, I think, in baseball, at least with Andrew Painter and uh, Mick Abel. So the sky is looking up. They're still going to have Wheeler, Nola, Suarez, Falter. They need a fourth starter probably in some bullpen. And the biggest thing is they're going to go after probably – get Trey Turner, if not consolation prizes with Carlos Correa, Xander Bogarts, or Dansby Swanson. So, and then if all else fails with there, they could maybe even get Segura back. So, they're going to basically be running it back. It's going to be sick. Dude, it was the best time. It was a time where we definitely needed it the most. It brought people together. There's been a lot of turmoil. Um, and we had fun. We went to game four, freaking no hit, crazy. Um, but it was amazing. It really was. Uh, I hope they get back. I have a ton of gear. I'm still wearing my hat, ripping. I'm really excited, too, because, like, two Thursdays from now, it's going to be freaking Thanksgiving. So, um, well, maybe I'll do the show, like, 9 a.m. Start cracking them because we're gonna have football on early. Tonight's game is a real clunker. These teams played each other two weeks ago and they're playing each other now. And it is the friggin' Carolina Panthers who don't even have Christian McCaffrey anymore, and it is the Atlanta Falcons. They're a fun team, actually. A 4-5, and five, they will lead the division for a while. I think Brady's going to go on a run and win. Uh, unfollowing this crap. Okay, screw you. You're definitely not a producer at Death Row Records. Uh, I think... Um, I think they're a fun team. I think Brady's going to go on a run now and take that division. But I'd love for the Falcons to squeak in. Maybe the Giants will take a powder or something. And there'll be a third spot up for grabs uh, somewhere along in there. But uh, let's take a look at our NFL playoff picture, Willie. 
It is. I posted it a few days ago. Eagles, of course. We're just going to do NFC for now. Eagles, of course, one seed. Bop, bop, bop. Number two, the Vikings, who we beat. Um, maybe they lose to the Bills this week. Wouldn't that be great? Game two games on them. We play the Commanders. Uh, could be a trap game, but we'll get into that. Seattle Seahawks, the third seed, play the Bucks. Eh. Bucks are the four. Leading the division. And then your three wild cards are better than some of your division leaders, I think, at least. So you definitely want to get that by. Maybe some of these guys will get knocked out with the Cowboys, Giants, and Niners. Capping it all off. Yeah, baby. This is not my mom's basement. I am living in a uh, huge house. My life is sick. Um, That's awesome. I'm married, and uh, my house is the nicest house on the block, so go figure. Uh, People are real Man, people were so nice when the Phillies and the Union and stuff like that, and then the worst November ever, uh, losing two championships in one day, crazy, uh, crazy, crazy stuff. But uh, no offense, I will. Lo- I've been talking about it for weeks because people were giving me crap for not talking about the Union enough. I could give a freaking shit about the Union. I really freaking could. I I do not care whatsoever. Their games look fun as hell. I definitely want to go. I do not give a crap. But I heard once you go, that's when you start giving a crap. You're just getting golfed in the fanfare. and It's just something else. Um, so farewell to the Phillies. I was going to do a farewell Phillies podcast. I'm like, Bethlehem at the bank and all that stupid stuff. But I had fucking enough of it, dude. I had enough. And I want to get into friggin' Eagles and Eagles and Eagles and Eagles and Eagles. So Jalen Hurts was on the New Heights podcast. That guy is the man. Uh, So if you're listening to this right now or you're listening to this later, you should probably just leave and uh, please Subscribe to us uh, on YouTube and Spotify and Apple and wherever you listen and on Instagram and Facebook as well. But, dude, the New Heights podcast, Jason Kelsey, Travis Kelsey, Jalen Hurts was on. Unbelievable. Travis was making fun of the coffee. And actually, our really good friend is going to, who works in the Novacare Complex, is going to take us on a tour. We're going to have some of that coffee. She makes amazing coffee. Supposedly, you make anything. All the players get different, and they have it their way. And she makes all kinds of cool crap. So I'm super stoked for that. So screw you, Travis Kelsey. I bet you the coffee's banging. He said the cold brew was, like, warm or something. He didn't put ice in his cup because he's a fucking moron. Uh, Nice guy, fucking moron. A lot of effing today, too. I usually keep this clean kid show, but not today because that guy just pissed me off. Mom's basement comment. Um, oh, the skin's a trap game. I don't know. This guy, Taylor Heineke, is good. They're playing a lot better. Uh, they're four and five. They are win away from being a 500 ball club. 
Uh, they have everything to play for. This is like anybody that plays this now from here on out, if you're not a, a relevant team, this is your Super Bowl pretty much, so to speak. So, and us were coming off a really, really, really long layoff. Played Thursday and not playing again till the following Monday, which is good. It's like having another bye week, which is great. Um, I haven't seen this Eagles team come out sluggish yet. They've scored a touchdown now in nine straight quarters. They're getting the extra rest, uh, and they are going to pummel the Commanders. Because really the Commanders' strong suit is is their line, and that's our strong suit as well with offensive line. So you minimize their defensive line, and you let our offense on offensive line go to work. I'm not scared of any of their pass rushers, pass rushers and things. Uh, Jalen Hurts is a playmaker. He can get outside. He can move. He can run. He can throw. He's having an unbelievable season. If we end up getting the one seed, I don't care what Patty Mahomes does. I don't care what, uh, you know, Josh Allen and the like, and these guys do. Kirk Cousins. I don't care. Dude, the MVP is, in my opinion, is Jalen Hurts to lose. Um, this is his, his job. But he's been in it before. He talked about it. Uh, he's been in Heisman races and stuff before. It doesn't phase him, really. It's great. Just play ball. It's not uh, any pressure, really. The real pressure is on this undefeated record and what they do come playoff time because the Eagles have a 99.9% chance to make the playoffs now, sitting at 8-0. and oh. But, yeah, Heineke... Way better than Carson Wentz. I wish we were playing Carson Wentz. And shout out to Philly Sports Trips, who called it, um, that there was no guarantee that when they came to Philly that you'd get to see Carson Wentz. Um, If you thought that was a sales tactic to get you to go on the trip, no. They did not need it. They had over a 1,000 people go down there to D.C. And... It was, the, it was the only time we got to see Carson Wentz in that uniform because he's going to be gone in this offseason once again. I guarantee you he does not suit up again. Um, Heineke buys Jordans every week. Every time he wins, he gets an extra 200000 160000 something like that. Uh, so he's, he's balling, man. And the team buys in when he plays. They do have playmakers still. They got Scary Terry. They got guys and stuff. They're not better than us. They're not coming to the link on a Monday night. It's going to be a real freaking working working man's crowd in there. I mean, this the Eagles' prices on tickets this year have been Looney Tunes. The only way to go see them would be to go see them at an away game because the home games, the prices, have you seen these freaking things? Plus on top of $200, $50, $250 nosebleed, $300 nosebleed seats, you got fees on Ticketmaster, TikTok, whatever the hell. Have you seen these freaking ticket prices? Not Monday. I mean, Monday's a tough game for your season ticket holders. You're getting guys selling it. And I don't know if you guys are aware of this. There's different prices as a when you buy off the single game sale. There's a division price, a conference price, and an out-of-conference. 
So usually the face value is by far the cheapest when they play like an AFC team. It's like it used to be, I forget what it is now. It used to be like $90 plus the fees. And then the, the conference games were like 100 or 125 And then the divisional games were like 150 plus. I mean, these tickets now on Ticketmaster are like 90 for the bleep, but like you can get them. So if anyone's on Facebook selling them privately, just keep in mind um, they're not as high as, as usual. There's some good stuff out there. A buddy of ours has a row three up upper level for a really good deal. They're really good. So we'll save you some money if you want to go to the game and you want to uh, tailgate and whatnot. But um, and speaking of tickets, if anybody, anybody has Sixers or Flyers tickets, dude, hook me up. If I went on the Flyers website, they were doing some game, I think it was for first responders. It was like uh, got food and drinks included, which is great. The tickets were like $200 for a regular season hockey game. They're out of their mind. Sixers, uh, uh, I saw a Ticketmaster like uh, in a couple months from now. They like thirty dollars tickets for upper level. So, but I don't know. It's a lot to get up there. We 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 been burning the candlestick on both ends. I guess that's how the saying goes. Um, we went to Arizona. We went to. Uh, the World Series. We've gone to most of the Eagles home games. I'm exhausted, but I got to get up there, dude. I I didn't go to one hockey game last year. I I did go to a Sixers playoff game. Uh, I got I want to go up there. So if you have tickets, um, and you want to hook it up, dude, let me know. I'm down. I'll go to any game because now, like now, without the baseball and stuff like that, there's a hole in my heart. I mean, got my Eagles. They're crazy. They eat up ninety percent of the of my fandom anyway. But man, dude, let's go to some games this winter, dude. Let's go to some freaking games. The Sixers and Flyers are playing well. Um we're gonna put out a gritty holiday shirt and we have our Jason Kelsey holiday shirt uh that we're gonna cut off after this weekend. Uh, back to the Eagles and I keep calling them the Redskins. The Commanders. I'm allowed to do that. Some crazy stuff around the league. Snyder is being sued by, I think, I saw it on the TV. It was on mute, but I think he's being sued by the city. Said he, like, was doing some weird stuff with people. Some creepy molester stuff. D.C. Attorney General sues Commander's owner, Dan Snyder. A lawsuit against the owner. And he, this guy was about to sell the team this week. Alleges keep fans in the dark and increase profits for the team. And a hostile work environment. With, here it is. Culture of sexual harassment. What a sick. That just hurt the uh, value of the team, even though he will be gone and it has nothing to do with the value of the team. But it is going to be super this weekend. And how? And another freaking bigot owner, Jim Ursey. What an idiot. He has an offensive wide receivers coach, Reggie Wayne, future Hall of Famer, ready to go. 
easy hire. A lot of people complain about the Rooney rule. And I'm not saying just hire just to hire. But usually, like you saw with the Raiders, even if it's not your offensive or defensive coordinator becoming the interim head coach after a midseason firing, it's usually a positional coach or a special teams coach, something like that. We saw Rich Bisaccia do well. Um, and Reggie Wayne was it was an easy hire. The players like him, wide receivers coach. They had just fired their coordinator, so uh, their offensive coordinator. So there was no shot there. Right before they fired Frank Reich, they fired their offensive coordinator. Talk way too much about the Colts. I'll move back on. I promise you. But we got time. We got freaking time. Um, so they had fired their offense coordinator. Then the following week, they fired Frank Craig. So their defense coordinator, I think, is Gus Bradley. Uh, he's been a head coach, maybe. They remember when the Eagles won it, Gus Bradley. But they didn't give it to him. Uh, I don't know why. Maybe they just wanted to go offense. So they called Jeff Saturday, who's a high school coach and a TV personality. So Jim Mercy is definitely a a damn racist and Reggie Wayne's job. They could have gave him a, a, a try and see how he did. And if he didn't do well, no harm, no foul. It's not like they're going to be able to even salvage this season. If they do, they're, they're, they're mistaken. I mean, they kind of lost the locker room when they started throwing Sam Ellinger out there. I mean, you have Ryan, I don't know what his health is like. And you have Nick Foles. And you you just throw Ellinger out there. You're just basically tanking at this point. So to not give Reggie Wayne a shot, you're just a freaking dope. So between Jim Irsay and 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 I hope they, I hope they and people are gonna kill me. I'm gonna get canceled for saying this. But Dan Snyder and then Jim Irsay scumbags. That you could just take two teams and just remove them. So if there's not 32 teams, there's 30. Just remove as long as those guys are in charge. Just remove them, and now it's only against us against 29 other teams. So I, I'm fine. If you want Jerry Jones and you want these assholes managing your team, keep running them out there. Keep it. Keep doing it. Freaking Jeffrey Lurie, Howie Roseman uh, have been outstanding. They turned it one of the worst seasons ever in COVID. They turned it around like that. Like like that. They went out. They supported their players. They supported their quarterback. They got them weapons. That's how you build a freaking team. So winning is done. That's how it's done. These, some of these people, it's just, it's, just, it's just a great time to be a Philly sports fan, dude. The Phillies had a great run. They're going to keep, they're going to make the playoffs for years, especially with the new for- format. I don't care what their record is. You saw that. I actually love being the road team, and it would be great for the Sixers, too. The Sixers were the one seed. I actually love being on the road and getting that 2 3 2 split. It didn't work out in the World Series, but if I love the fact that. There's no pressure. You're, there's sometimes so much pressure playing in front of the Philly sports fans. If you get to open up on the road against a team that's inferior, even though they're a better team, and you split one of those first two games, and then you come back, and the other team has to stay in a hotel a travel day before, three games straight, which sometimes there's a break in between those three games, 
and a travel day home, these guys end up being in Philly for five days. It is no advantage whatsoever. They're staying in the thing. You got assholes in the streets, grease poles, pulling fire alarms. Dude, give me like the middle seed and get Harden back and and Sixers like nope with no pressure. That that's the way they finally get out of the second round. Um so not for Eagles though. I wanna be at the link cold outside. Uh I thought the fans spooked the Eagles last year. I thought last year was kind of a bad season, even though they turned it around and went nine se- nine seven and made the the playoffs and got thumped. That was more of a scheduling thing. They were playing some cupcake teams at the end. Which by the way, everyone that said we had a cupcake schedule, one, you can only play the cards that you're dealt. Two, all the PFFs and all the bullshit analytics of the world say it's actually not that that easy. It was preseason easy strength of schedule, and that's based off of what the teams did the year before. But the teams we're playing now is pretty good. We beat Atlanta, it was really good. We beat the Cowboys, it was pretty good. Granted, it was that without Dak, but um, Jalen Hurts supposedly has surpassed Dak Prescott, claims some ESPN host, Bart Scott, or some bullshit. They played some good teams this year. And I want the freaking one seed. I want to keep winning. And I those plans, I want the bye. I want these teams to kill each other. And I want to play the, I don't know. You're going to play the winner. I don't know. What are the Giants going to play? Like the, the, the Seahawks. And we'll get the Giants in the divisional round. I have no idea. Maybe the Cowboys win a couple games. We play the Cowboys in the NFC Championship. Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be great? The divisional and the and the championship round. You could to say that Giants are a higher seed than they should be. Say say the Giants lose a couple games and get that bottom seed and play the uh, the two or whatever it is and beat them because the two is like a I don't know a Minnesota team that's that's not all there. Or, what have you, and get the, you draw the, somehow draw the Giants and then the Cowboys after it. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. I don't think so, though. I think uh, we'll get the loan by. I think the Vikings might get that two seed. Say they win, you wouldn't play them right away. You'd pay, play them in the NFC Championship game. They won two games. So I'm getting way ahead of myself, but it's fun to look at because, seriously, like, with it, even if we dropped out and like for some reason we're just god terrible, we have a ninety nine percent chance to make the playoffs. And uh, but I'm gonna think we're gonna keep rolling. I really the only game that really scared me on the uh, on the schedule coming up was the Packers, and they're not all there. I think they come out this week. Hopefully, they beat the Cowboys and um, Tennessee. But I think that's just a game where where AJ Brown goes off against his former team. So th- the schedule, man, is shaping up nicely for the Eagles. So let's just like revisit it really quick, and then I'm gonna go back into uh, Eagles Commanders, and I'll give you guys my prediction. I'll let you go. Um, but yeah, so we have the Commanders this week at Colts, and they're just a disaster. 
But like I said, who knows? Maybe they respond under this new coach. You can't overlook anybody. Every any anybody. Packers at Eagles Sunday night. That's going to be crazy. That's going to be right after uh, Thanksgiving. So that's going to be exciting. There's going to be a lot of people home. A lot of people taking their family to games and stuff. My buddy's coming out, coming uh, home for the holidays. It's going to be sick. Uh, at, at the Titans. And then we actually uh, don't have a home game until the last two. We don't have a whole lot of December home games. So go to that Giants game, too, if you can, December 11th. Bear At Bears, that's a big road trip. I would love to go to Chicago for a road trip. That's one on my bucket list. But when the schedule came out, I said, yeah, I'm going to Arizona. I am not going to freaking December 18th. Bears is freezing my ass off. Who knows? Hey, you just want to take me there? You guys got a travel group or whatever? You need somebody to work? Be sober, Sally? I'm down. I'll drive your butts to and from the hotel to the game. If you're going to Chicago or going to Indy. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, brother. Um, Can I get Eagles Commanders by the numbers, please? Uh, And nothing. Injury report. Uh, let's look at a little bit of injury report. Limited. No. Uh, Maddox exited the game against the Texans. He did not practice. Bradbury had rest. A.J. Brown rest. Fletcher Cox rest. Lane Johnson rest. Jason Kelsey, Robert Quinn, Josiah Scott, Isaac Sam, Alitarius Slade, Josh Sweat. All for rest. There's no injuries on this team whatsoever. Um... And they and they got extra rest. How much rest can one man get? Man, they have extra rest. They played Thursday. They're not playing all the way again until Monday. So that is ridiculous. Um, Eagles defense. They are the number one in the NFL in takeaways. They have the lowest in opposing quarterback ratings. Second fewest in the league allowing passing yards. So if you think Heineken's going to throw a lot, think again. Eagles have allowed the third fewest total yards per game, 299. Which by that metric means the Eagles have the third ranked defense. Eagles have allowed the fourth fewest points per game, 16. Oh, mighty. If 26 quarterback sacks, that's the top five. Opposing teams have converted 38% of third downs. That's top half. They're really good for people that hate Jonathan Gannon. Um, They're really good. So, and then their offense, like I told you before, they, they scored, um, in nine straight quarters, they score, and that they had that run earlier in the season. If you guys remember, where they uh, they only scored in like the second quarter or whatever, and then they took their foot off the gas. Granted, they played the the Steelers and the Texans, but in the fourth quarter of the Cowboys game, they got a touchdown. Then for another eight straight quarters, they got a touchdown. <laughs> so. Unbelievable. Let's see what the commanders are saying. 
Nothing. They have to travel. They're 29-45 and 45 against the Eagles all-time on Monday night. Um, it's the first time Washington is facing the Eagles on Monday night since 2018. That does not matter. Washington is 78 and 81 against the Eagles all time, including a 37 and 42 road record. Washington played on Monday night on the road. Yeah, I already said that 2018. So they said the same stat twice. Their website is garbage. They literally have nothing to talk about. Um, and I want to get some before I go, some Eagles offense, um, and see what we got going on. So we're fifth in points scored, fourth in points allowed, number one overall grade, um, not really telling, not really telling me much. Um, there we have more in defense, and yeah, so without further ado, I'll give you my prediction. Uh, what's the Eagles' points per game? Eagles' commanders over and under. I'm gonna take uh, wow, it's really low 44. I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take um, 31 to uh, 17 in a route. I don't even think this commander's team could score 20, maybe 20, maybe a couple field goals, a couple touchdowns. I don't see this commander's team scoring more than one touchdown. Um, I, I You could get out of there with 13 or 16 points probably. Field goals, Ben, but don't break. Eagles. Eagles put up 30. So that's that's it. I kind of jumped around there a little bit, but I'll, I'll stamp it 31-16. Eagles all day long. I was going to say 17, but there's no way the commanders even score two touchdowns. There's just be field goal, field goal, field goal. Maybe block a field goal or something. Oh, yeah. This is terrible. The only thing the Eagles got to work on is their special teams. So thanks for listening. It's going to be uploaded. It'll be there for you by uh, halftime of the Thursday night game or Friday morning. Subscribe everywhere where you get your podcasts. Bye-bye.